0: Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder of Web3 Labs and your host of the Web3 Innovators podcast, where you'll hear from those people changing the face of finance and other industries with Web3 and blockchain technologies. As with the last season, in each episode I speak to a new guest who shares insights from their own journey with Web3, giving you the chance to learn about challenges they've faced along the way and how it's impacting their industry right now and will in the future. In addition to the episodes with guests, I'm going to be sharing a spoken essay on a topic relevant to Web3 each week, which has caught my attention. New episodes will be out weekly, so please hit that subscribe button to ensure you get each episode as it comes out. Chasing open source dreams, my bittersweet journey towards monetizing free software. As someone who has spent the last seven years responsible for one of the leading open source Ethereum integration libraries, Web3J, it has highlighted a number of the challenges associated with maintaining free software. The role of developers has changed significantly in the last 20 plus years, where during the 1970s through to the 90s they spent a lot of their time writing applications from scratch and deciphering manuals associated with proprietary libraries they were working with. There were few additional sources of information or help they could go to when they became stuck on an issue. The internet changed this. With the ability to share information easily and sites such as Stack Overflow flourishing, with answers to most questions a developer is likely to encounter through their work. Engineers are now very fortunate to live in an age of software abundance where free software is available to perform almost any task they require. With this abundance of open source frameworks and libraries, the majority of developers' work these days entails being plumbers, finding ways to coordinate with the various libraries and tools and simply converting data from one format to another. Whilst the widespread availability of this software is incredible, and the communities continuing to create and maintain it are driven by their passions and beliefs in the technology, the manner in which it sustains itself demonstrates how many technologist altruists there are out there. When someone creates open source software, it is a gift to developers and communities. The author is creating something they believe will solve a problem or make the lives easier of those who embrace it. At worst, no one takes notice of the software and it falls by the wayside, becoming yet another graveyard in GitHub. At best, it starts seeing others using it and starting to depend on it with their own projects. Gaining traction is rarely something that happens by chance. In reality, the author has to do a lot of work, writing content, documentation, or giving talks about the project. But the more successful the software, the larger the burden often becomes for them. Software is never perfect. Even if it is considered bug-free, there is always ample opportunities for improvement or simply maintenance, keeping it current so it works with the latest and greatest languages. This maintenance has a cost, developer time. This is the burden that is placed on the authors of this software. As with any living organism, it needs to be nurtured and looked after over the long run. Unlike print or documents which once committed to a standardised format such as a book or digital format like PDF, code is constantly evolving. This cost of developing and maintaining open source software wouldn't be an issue if it were paid for by its users. But with free software, the expectation is that it's free in the truest sense of the word.
1: Navigating complex blockchain data shouldn't hold you back. Introducing Chainlens Blockchain Explorer, your user-centric gateway to the blockchain universe. Unlike traditional explorers, Chainlens focuses on your needs. No more overwhelming blocks and transactions. We're all about your experience. Chainlens revolutionizes the way you see blockchain. With customizable lenses, you see what you want, when you want it. From tokens to NFTs, it's all at your fingertips. And guess what? You don't need to be a tech guru. Our clean interface and easy-to-use API make blockchain accessible to everyone. Say goodbye to cryptic hexadecimal and hello to a new perspective. Join the future of blockchain exploration. Visit Chainlens.com and experience the difference today. ChainLens, lens, see the blockchain your way.
0: That people are willing to create software without any guarantees for, of payment for it demonstrates just how generous many developers are. I remember back when I created Web3J in 2016 I saw it as an obvious gap that existed in the Ethereum ecosystem. I couldn't believe that someone hadn't addressed this gap so I decided to step up and address it myself. The experience was great. I got to collaborate with lots of people around the world and in the seven plus years the project has been going it's been downloaded millions of times and contributed to by over 180 people across over 100 releases. However the cost to develop and maintain the project continues to be a consideration. As for those millions of downloads we don't see revenue from them. Just a steady stream of issues being created and pull requests being proposed that must be curated and managed. We've been very fortunate that some organisations have given us funds in the form of grants, but grants do not self-sustain open source software. There needs to be commercial interest that does. This typically comes in one of two forms. The software is of significant value to a commercial service and the commercial organisation is willing to invest resources in contributing to the open source software that underpins its service or the creator of the open-source software obtains investment to commercialize parts of the software, often following an open-core model where proprietary components are created and it may be offered as a SaaS product. The former tends to be the domain of large organizations contributing to very well-known projects. Think of Intel or Huawei with Linux or AWS or Microsoft with PostgreSQL. The latter case would be the likes of WordPress, Docker, Kafka or Redis and most open source software that gains significant traction which can be presented as a platform offer. Outside of this, the open source software that contributes in some meaningful ways to many of the commercial applications that run businesses is typically maintained by an army of passionate volunteers reliant on grant funding or simply out of the goodness of their own heart. Web3 has provided innovation with respect to funding models where blockchain networks and widely used decentralized apps or dApps have created tokens which have been used in part to create incentives to contribute to their platform. This has been very successful in building thriving ecosystems in Web3. Although the allocation of these tokens is similar to grants insofar as it helps projects to keep going, but it doesn't sustain them in the long run alone, as these payments are not made on a continual basis. The ideal approach would be one whereby funds can be continually allocated to contributors without the need to go through a claim or grant application. However, practically speaking, these are likely to be complex to do without some sort of clawback available to those providing the funding. There are other approaches such as GitHub sponsors which provide a convenient mechanism to support open source projects you use. Web3J just happens to have one if you'd like to contribute or open source foundations such as the Linux and Apache Foundations, which help govern open source projects. GitHub Sponsors is a great way to directly benefit teams financially, whilst foundations tend to bring visibility and additional contributors to projects. But always behind the scenes there is a committed team continuing to support the software based in part on their belief in why it should exist for the long run, and this should never be overlooked nor taken for granted. It's never a straightforward journey. Open source software is an incredible force for collaboration that has seen the creation of free software solutions for almost every niche. The creation of this is not without cost. There are millions of developers contributing to this movement and it will no doubt only become stronger. It is my hope that over time, the mechanisms by which contributors can be funded to support this will become ever more streamlined. However, in the meantime, do spare a thought for those projects you've come to rely on in your work. Finding ways to contribute back will always be welcomed, be it financial, by contributing or even just discussing, it will be welcomed and help sustain projects into the future. Thanks for listening to this episode. I have a quick favour to ask. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it. Leave a five-star rating and review it. Even if it's just a few words, we'd love to hear from you, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Thanks. Until next time.